this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. everyone and welcome to Channel F, the podcast previously known as FanWidth. I'm Merritt Kay and this is the FanBite podcast where we talk about games. Yeah, we do do that sometimes. Um, oh shit, I said doo-doo. Doo-doo! Oh, nice, that's fuck. good. Shit. Oh. Fuck yeah, that's good. Oh cool. shit, no, yeah, shit and doo-doo. Oh, right there. Fuck. <laughs> fuck. God damn, okay, well now I'm cussing. Um, but I... Uh, we talk about video games on this show, and this one's called Channel F. And with me on this show, I have three very special people who have been with me through hell and high to you for the past hundred episodes. <laughs> um, the pipes broke that one time. It was a real mess. Yeah. Uh, we I know have, about that. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's rough. The winter, the pipes freeze. <laughs> That's not good. It's bad. Uh, that was the voice of Danielle Riando, fanbite editor in chief. Hi, it's uh, I have a very French last name, and it is uh, Crepe Day, so that's good. It is mm. Crepe Day. It's another <laughs> day, and I want to talk about that. But before we do, uh, that that mm, that affirmative noise that you heard, that was uh, fanbite social editor plus Nikki Grayson. Hello. It may be your day, but it is my month. That's so. <laughs> good extremely good <laughs> that's true that's true it's crepe day but it's nikki's month crepe day just lives in it um yeah and uh and last but certainly not least we have been by managing editor steven strom hi yeah Merritt. um if you check your paypal real quick you'll see that i've did request uh, money back for the dry cleaning bill on the rubber mm. galoshes that I had to use. Um, yeah. Those pipes burst that one time. So if you <laughs> okay, can handle well, that like after this episode. That'd be yeah. Great. Just, yeah, we, we can expense that. I think um, for our plumbing business that we have um, at fan bite, uh, fan pipe. Um, <laughs> fan yeah. pipe that's good. I'm here to lay some fan pipe. Wait, that's oh, not no. Oh, no. <laughs> no, that's, o- that's only fan bite. Um, it's yeah, different. That's a different uh, service. It's Groundhog Day today, yeah! and I, I want to just talk about this really quickly because about about a year ago, mm-hmm. I was like, I got this idea that I was like, you know, what would be a really fucking fun thing to do in the middle of the winter yeah. when it sucks and everything is right, shitty and uh-huh. bad. Yeah, go to Punxsutawney. Yes. And mm. just engage in the most tourist fucking bullshit. Just buy some fudge. Just stand around in the like in the fucking freezing cold mm-hmm. and while these old men tell you what they rat. think a rat said <laughs> while they consult a rat and then you go to like a diner in Puxatani and you just bring a six pack and they serve you a hamburger that is just like a bunch of ground beef on a hot dog bun. 
Uh, according to people I know who have been there, that's what it's like. That's the no, dream. that's the Midwest. Okay. You just described the Midwest. I described the uh, going Midwest. Going outside when it's cold and there's old men everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> I could just watch Fargo, I guess. Instead. <laughs> um, no, but I was like, I, it would have been, yeah, like February. And I was like, next year, I'm going to go to Punxsutawney. Mm -hmm. yeah. And then I think even in like March and April, I was like, no, even in like last fall, I was like, <laughs> yeah, it's going to happen. I'm going to go. It's going to clear up. It's going to clear up. The winters is gonna freeze it all. Yeah, yeah. And then it's like the the summer. Yeah, just like exactly. It, Remember when everyone yeah. was like, the summer's gonna kill it because of the heat, and then it became yeah. the ice will kill it. Yeah. Yep. Um. Well, that is how you kill bacteria, right? With like, yeah. When you work in food hot service, or cold, they're yeah. either like it has to be hot or cold. It can't be both. Um. Yeah. You have to put You're stuff in an ice bath. No one ever fucking did that. Um. That's the problem because nobody ever just did goes it. Straight to the fridge, and then it just grows stuff in it. Uh oh, these are the real secrets of the soup world. <laughs> uh, anyway, it's Groundhog Day, and I'm very sad that I'm not in Puxatawney right now. But yeah. it, this is the next best thing, you know. Well, well, we can all wear top hats and talk to a rat if it makes you feel better. Hey, do you think that's like a weird kind of cult where like yes. just it's controlled by these men who are like. <laughs> Oh, the rat told us that you have to give us 10% of your income. <laughs> Almost oh, certainly. This is Almost the certainly. The, the rat told us that um, we rule and we're in charge right. because right. We, we know about the rat. Yeah. Cult of the rat. Yeah. Cult of the horned know. rat. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Yeah. This is how okay. Warhammer Shit. starts. Oh, no, yeah. This is, this is like a post. This is like an episode of not the X Files, but like, what if they did a Buffy reboot? There would be an okay. episode where they go to a small town that is like the shadow over Innsmouth, but with mm. rats instead of fish. Oh, this is Warehouse 13. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. 100%. Yep. That show. That was a thing that existed. Yeah. I remember you talking about it a lot on like another <laughs> podcast that you did once. Was that like a fringe or something? Kind of, but it's much less serious. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's like, it was like a very goofy, Wait, very gentle serious? light kind fringe of. Fringe is very serious. Fringe is yeah. like trying to be a like What's a the one that's not psych? Is that, that has nothing to do with. Psych. Mm. One of them's, one of them says he's psychic, but he just has good perception. Yeah. Oh, like he's making okay. really good on perception. All um, of these shows that were on like, I don't know, like cable television or whatever, mm -hmm. or like, or no, like USA and like yeah. HBO and all this stuff. I never saw any of those. <laughs> well, Fringe was network. Sci-fi. Yeah. Okay. That the uh, Psych was USA and Warehouse mm -hmm. 13 was um, sci-fi. Sci Definitely sci-fi. Yes, yeah, Siffy. Uh, Fringe was Fox. Oh. Huh. Also, Jordan doesn't uh, says, don't forget about Burn Notice, which now we're just talking about all the blue sky. Did you guys ever hear about the blue sky initiative? Is that what it's called? No. Oh my God, no. no. What? This is a thing. So USA during that era had like 12 different shows, like Psych, Burn Notice, Suits, that fucking medical show that's like, what if it Franklin was Franklin and Bash. Franklin and Bash, Rizzoli and Isles, Matlock, <laughs> Columbo. <laughs> Bash, Golden Girls. Bash, Golden Girls. <laughs> Um, no, and it was like the they brought in like a new guy who uh -huh. was like supposed to like kind of revitalize their programming block. And he had this idea for something called like the Blue Sky Initiative. And it was the entire premise of it was that every it didn't matter what the show was about so long as they could cut 
a bunch of almost identical promos of dudes in very smart looking suits standing in front of a blue sky. <laughs> and like they would say, like, uh, coming up next, we've got the, the, the guy from Burn Notice. And he would be standing in front of like a blue sky, like adjusting his tie. And it would say like Burn Notice at wow. 730 Central. And all of the ads for all the shows were that, just wow. with a different white guy standing in the front. I mean, it worked, though. It did work. <laughs> I guess it like, worked. Those shows are that's, popular. that's that NBC magic, you know? Yeah, the mm. blue sky era. Just finding, NBC is so good at finding new kinds of white guy. <laughs> <laughs> they really were. That was like, that was the network version of that was like, yeah. we've talked about this on this podcast, I think, or maybe we talked about it on a stream where like for a while there, just every network TV show was just about a different white guy with magic powers, like yeah. the mentalist mm. and Sherlock. Oh, the no, mentalist. Yeah. Oh, the mentalist. The mentalist. Numbers. numbers. God, numbers. Hey, wasn't, uh, what's his name on numbers from Adam's Family Values? Um, oh my God. And, uh, yeah. And the Santa Claus. Yeah, 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 yeah. Who is that? I don't uh, know names. His name Tim is Allen. David Crumholtz. Oh. Yes. David Crumholtz. I thought, yeah. listen, Jordan, I thought you were close with Tim Allen. That's what I thought. Ha. Well, hey, you know what? Peter McNichol was also in numbers, and I believe he was also in Adam's Family Values. So oh. well, good for him. Mm, that's where it all began. Illustrious. Um, should we do staff picks? Yeah. Staff picks, staff picks. I'm bringing it back. I know it took a yes. time off. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's been clamoring for it. Love it. Staff picks is a regular segment where we, the fanbytecut.com staff, tell you about the games we've been playing. Uh, and sometimes these are going to be new releases, and I think many of the ones this week are, and sometimes they're going to be old classics that we're revisiting um, because we're allowed. What? Yeah. We, we're human. Sometimes we just want to play an old video game. Yeah. Not our boss. Yeah. John's our no, boss. John is our boss, and he John, doesn't. And he, our boss and really he care. doesn't care. He hasn't listened to this, so he doesn't. <laughs> he know likes what old we're games. Talking about. Yeah. So as far as he knows, we're all playing. Uh, see, that's how much I know about new games. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's not a lot. There's out. not a lot right Persona now. Persona Strikers. Persona uh, Strikers. Yeah, the, yeah, the soccer, soccer sensation game. sweeping the nation, just like Mega Man Soccer before. This game promises rich soccer action with over a hundred <laughs> different characters, each with their own unique shots. <laughs> Good. God, doing a fake, like promo voice is one of my favorite just fucking really things. good at it um, yeah. yeah you just like head copy like, in your <laughs> yeah. <brain. laughs> yeah should i switch careers should i become a pr person um, yeah there you go this is how we, yeah. oh no oh no oh no no we just lost one of our our most popular people on the website oh shit what? Oh, yeah i'm going over to the pr it's way better paid and i just have to chill yeah. about you know mobile games yeah. that have uh, a historical hero, but with tits. <laughs> but with bagel exactly. swing. Oh, oh God, we can't talk a about it. We can't talk no, about it. No, what's wrong? <laughs> we can't talk about a Muppet. We have to do this. We what if Cerberus was a girl? Okay. Okay. The, the dog? Right. Yeah. 
But the, you can tell that it's still Cerberus because she'll wear three girls. Sorry, says Jordo. Mm. He corrects me. But what if she wore like big gloves that looked like dog paws and dog ears? And that way, you know, it's Cerberus. OK, so I have two theories on how this character could work. And then we mm. really have to talk about video games. <laughs> <laughs> I promise you this exists in a video game. One is it's just three girls. Yeah. The other uh-huh. one is a total recall situation. Oh. Yes. OK. So instead of three heads, three yep, but it's three knees, three knees, <laughs> three knees. Protoss, right? Yeah, they're in Dragalia Lost. I want to say it's a girl, and then she's got um, a dog puppet on each hand that she like hops <laughs> through, and she goes. Okay, like, that's pretty good. Okay, that I'll allow that. That is pretty good, Nikki. Yeah. It says here that you've been playing Destruction All-Stars, which is one of the few games when the PS5 like early titles were announced that I was like, oh, this actually looks fucking sweet. Yeah. It's, it's out today, correct? It is. It did come out today. I played for like an hour, I guess, yeah, yeah, with Steven right. and John. Um, and it is a Destruction. It's free on PlayStation Plus right now. It used to not be free. When they announced it, it was a paid title. And then they delayed it because it was supposed to come out launch week. They pushed yeah. it to February and then they made it free with PlayStation Plus along with Control. You should go download Control if you nice. have not played it. Um, anyway, but Destruction All-Stars is a destruction derby game. You are a person and you can run around these like Rocket League-esque arenas, but there's way more verticality um, because there is a free running like person aspect of the of the game and then there's a bunch of different vehicles there are a handful of different modes but they all basically involve you hitting other people's cars in order to get some form of currency that you then turn in um at least in the the multiplayer games um because there are two game modes that you can't play with parties Hmm. um and i don't know what the rule sets are for that because again the game just came out today and Steven, John, and I played it for like an hour. Um, And there's two game types that you can play with party. And one of them is called Carnado, where you're in your car and the goal is to hit people as much as you can to collect gears. And then you have to drive into the big Carnado in the middle of the map. And that's how you turn in your gears. Um, And the other game type is... Steven, do you remember what the other game type is called? Uh, No, that was one that was super confusing. Yeah, it's kind of like kill confirmed if you've played a um if you've played a call of duty before oh, do you have or, to like grab the dog tags or whatever kind of yeah. not yeah like as you do damage um gears will come out of the car and you have to get out of your car run around and pick up the gears and get back in your car okay and then there are three points around the map um and then you have to go bank the points at one of those three uh, bases around the map so it's like it's kind of like kill confirmed mixed with domination domination yeah or or supremacy mixed with control if you're a destiny yeah. player yeah um i think it's all right again only only an hour in but i think the the core things that you want to feel good feel good the driving feels good yeah um the e-brake is good it lets you do the drifts that you want it lets you do the j turns that you want um the the mobility from the player, like once you're out of the car, feels pretty good. Um, it has wall running. Um, it has a double jump and you can kick people. Um, and that's all kind of, kind of cool. on a cooldown. Yeah, it's all in a cooldown. Right. Yeah, because your car can tackle like in Watch Dogs, the first one. 
Um, what does that mean? So like if you flick the, the right stick in any direction, you uh -huh. will the car will dodge left, right, back, <laughs> okay. or forward. Which does more um, damage to the enemy. So right. it's like a landmaster tank. It has like jets on the bottom. It can roll. And so that's what I want the cars to be able to do. But you cannot do barrel rolls in the cars. Oh. And I posited that to Stephen and John, and they both made fun of me. So thank you, Merritt. Um, cars should be able to do barrel rolls. It's cars should be able to do barrel rolls. I mean, you um, can get, there are ramps and you can get some verticality. Yes. And, and flip. And then you can drive on walls as well. Like very so, easily. So wait, can you like, is it like a loot thing? Like do you upgrade your car and like your so, guy? No. So every, there's like a roster of, 20 people 16, oh so it's 16 a characters metal. it's a yeah it's like a twisted metal Way more each oh each um each of these heroes has their own abilities and they have their own special car and their own special car has abilities so i was playing for most of the most of the play session i was playing as this character named genesis um and her thing when she's her ultimate ability when she's out of the car it gives her the ability to um like like barrel through people so if you if i run into someone while i have my ult triggered then i will just like tackle them away yeah when i use my ult in the car um it's a rocket car that has like a bunch of like rocket boosters on the back and it basically lets the car sprint um and then any amount any damage that i do with the car while i have that that ability on makes it do the maximum amount of damage relative to where I hit that car, regardless of how fast I'm going mm. or where, like how much of the car I hit. And those are tied to, so when you start the game, um, there's just a bunch of random cars that have like different health. If they're like a big SUV, they have more health, but they move slower, like you would mm -hmm. expect. And they're just kind of scattered around, but you can also call cars in like a Titanfall Titan. Yes. They just like come out of the, drop out of the sky once you fill your bar enough. And then you get into that one and it's got cool little special abilities that are unique yeah. to it. Um, the character designs yeah, are really cool. The like character designs are really cool, but the obviously this is a free to play game, so there's microtransactions. So there's two kinds of currency. There's I don't I still don't know if it's AC or RC, but there's like a gold currency that is just like gold that you earn from playing the game. Then there's a purple currency that you spend money on to get. And so far, the rate at which you earn that gold currency seems off because skins cost 8,000 and you only get 1,000 every time you level up. Huh. So to level up, you get, you have to level up eight times. And I don't know if the level curve is adjusted as you like, I don't know what happens, but the skins and Steven, John and I looked at the skins <laughs> for a while. Uh huh. The skins are worse than like the apex season one. Oh no. They're bad. Skin situation. It's like some of them are not even, I, I wouldn't even call them skins. No, they are. They're like, you're, you're the characters are like wearing like a one piece suit, basically like a, like a zero, zero suit Samus situation. Okay. Right. And they'll have shoulder pads. Yeah. And one of the characters just has like two stripes on the shoulders and on the knee pads. And then the only thing the skin changes is what color that stripe is. And that's li that's literally, literally it. it. Yep. It's, um, and it's a lot wild. of the skins are like that. Remember, where they? Oh, yeah. sorry. No, no, no. Go ahead. I was just gonna say. Remember when Fall Guys came out and was also free on PlayStation Plus and felt like out of the box, prepared to be the kind of game that yeah. it was with a battle pass and lots of skin ideas, and they were very nimble about that stuff. Mm -hmm. This game is the exact opposite. There's nothing oh, no. like that. 
Um, yeah. But also, I will say, like, out of the box, all of the character designs are, like, super unique from one another and, like, look cool. I like I like the looks of these characters yeah. more than I like the looks of the Jellybean men. Um, yes. and, and they're also not just, like, they didn't just make a Fortnite. Like, none of the characters just look, like, completely yeah. DreamWorks-y. They have their own kind of, like, angular art style that's really cool. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I'm glad um, about that because I was a little worried they would have DreamWorks face. No, no. Yeah, <laughs> no, I don't think they have DreamWorks face. But uh, it's again, it just came out this morning. Sony very strangely did the thing. And I, I think like, I don't know, a lot of people were talking about this in the couple of weeks after the PlayStation 5. But now that I've like used it more, I don't like using the PlayStation 5. Yeah, I don't, I think it sucks mm. to use. Um, From, yeah, from a UI UX perspective, I think, trying to figure out how you get to the store, how you search for stuff on the store, the way that discovery works on the store sucks. This is a first party Sony game that is coming out that is free to play. It it, it does like it's not even on the first page when you open the store, nope. which is bizarre to the, me. The PlayStation 5 store is the worst online store I've ever used. Really? Yeah. It's, it's bad. The Switch it's, store exists. It's yeah. worse. Because the Switch store puts like a feet, like at least knows on the Switch store when there's like a brand new triple A video game out, it'll put it at the top front page. PlayStation 5 store doesn't even do that. To get to Destruction All-Stars to find it, I had to go to the store, tab over like four pages to like where it says subscriptions, where you would think like, Mm -hmm. oh, that's where like I would pay for my PlayStation Plus. And then you mouse down three pages on subscriptions and then it shows you the free PlayStation Plus games for that month. And that's how you find this game. Yeah, it's it's so weird that it's so buried deep within the store. Like if you open the store, the first thing you see, it's like, have you heard of Fortnite, Apex Legends and (laughs) Call of Duty Warzone? Like those are the boxes that are on the screen. And it's like, Uh okay, I already have these things installed. So like do the discovery part of the store or you show me new things. There's Um, no search function for the store. Oh, there is. You Mm. have to press triangle twice. Oh, and that'll take you to a search button. That's just for the search bar. Yes. Because there's a search bar. On the PlayStation and that does 5. It, and that searches your PlayStation 5 and it, not the Yeah, store. it searches it's literally everything. Search. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. It's, it is bizarre. This um, Jordan is, is asking, my PlayStation is still sick? No. Um, I It used to not read discs correctly. So yeah, uh, yeah. now it does read discs correctly. So I don't know what the fuck was wrong. It got better. It got better. It got some medicine. That's yeah. good. Um, but yeah, that's Destruction That's destruction All-Stars. I, I am excited to play more of it. Um, I'm really curious how quickly they move on like adding a battle pass and skins yeah. to chase and stuff because I think that's going to determine some of my interest because the actual core game loop I liked so far. Mm-hmm. I liked playing those characters. I will also say like this is obviously like a the a very weighted metric by virtue of the fact that it's so bad in most other games but you know how like overwatch still doesn't have a black woman in it um, yeah this game there's has, a lot of black women in this one there's like five black women and there's, i think there's like one white guy and like that's it um, yeah. wow that seems like political correctness gone mad yeah well, <laughs> it's kind of not it's not what um, a political correctness but too much oh, no. um but yeah i i do think that there's I, I I just think that this game specifically 
is in a is such a weird spot. It's mm. a weird that they were at any point going to try to charge you seventy dollars for this video game. That I know I've only played it for an hour, but if yeah. they tried to charge seventy American dollars for this video game, we, like their the conversation around this would be completely different, right? Um, but I think that it is such a weird vestige of I think a different version of what Sony thought the PlayStation 5 was going to be mm. that like when you press the PlayStation button it pulls up like eight fucking cards that's like do you want to do this mode but it doesn't actually the text doesn't show what? you what mode it is that you want to hop into it's just like four different JPEGs and then you like have to decide which of the JPEGs that you it's like I don't know uh, I will say when you boot up the game for the first time those load times are pretty good they're pretty good. At no point are you like the only like noticeable load is when you're trying. The game is trying to find people to put you with. Right. Uh, That's like in between. Yeah. yeah. And like in between that, it's like boom, boom, boom. You kind of just like go. You boot up the game um, for the first time and then your character is like falling out of the and then like there's a maybe a split second where you see like a, a screen that says destruction mm-hmm. all stars. And then yeah. it just cuts to a like third person character falling down out of the sky and says, welcome to the tutorial. And it's like nothing. Yeah. There's like no load time whatsoever. It's pretty Damn. cool. Uh, Why do yeah, we have that's, um, destruction? That's that. We have too much destruction all-stars <laughs> and not enough mm. construction all-stars. Uh, you know? The the real well, all-stars are the construction crews that rebuilds after the destruction. Happy mm. infrastructure week. There's um there is a show <laughs> on CBS called Fuck, what is it called? Construction oh. All-Stars. No, there, it's called Construction All-Stars, and it's just a bunch of um, construction workers doing a reality competition show. Huh. And it's like, how fast can you hit this nail into this wall? That's and like, good. it's every oh. fucking challenge. That's it's like, how how fast can you I mean, carry this length of cable up a ladder and fast, then throw it down? I would assume good. They could do a good probably because they're I, professionals. Yeah, because they're professionals. I thought we didn't like um, seeing professionals do stuff on TV anymore. I thought we it would be like, how fast no, can you come back random... Around nerds do this no we're back around to wanting to see professionals we want to see it. people take care of things we we've be seen too much nailed that, it especially for this kind of yeah thing. yeah uh danielle yeah you're playing another new release yeah so we're maintaining our rep we're filling our quota for um <laughs> discussion of games that came out less than a year ago yeah less than, a, less than a whole month ago i think Still, yeah, probably. Yeah, Hitman (laughs) came out two weeks ago, I think. Okay, okay, cool. Yeah, I am really, really loving Hitman. This is what I was going to talk about last week, but I was very sick, uh, and I couldn't really, I I couldn't talk about Hitman. Uh, Maybe because I was poisoned by Hitman. No, that's not what happened. Um, I... I want to say things that are not the things everybody else has said about this game, so let let me dig deep here. Let me tell you about how much I like this game. The other day, I was playing... The game, and I did a whole thing. I wrote a short piece the other week about how I like this one actually much more than Hitman 1 or 2, you know, the 2016 reboot and 2018, Mm -hmm. maybe, uh, the sequel, because it lets me get away with a little bit more. I feel like on normal, it really does have like a slightly higher ceiling for my bullshit, and I'm very impulsive, and like, yes, I like to think I'm a cool master assassin who has a lot of patience and like loves stealth because those things are true but also like I really am very impulsive in this game mm-hmm. but it lets me kind of fuck around as long as I have some kind of idea what I'm doing it's cool and it lets me fuck around 
Um, You've been playing a lot of the mission stories as a result? Yes, I've been playing a lot of the mission stories, but the thing that happened the other night that I wanted to tell as my little story that is indicative of how much I enjoy this game. I don't really like wasting time in games, which I know is a hilarious thing to say because I've put close to 3,000 hours into into the breach at this point. It's not a waste. You're you're working your brain out. It's true. It's true. But I hate, like, making progress and then losing progress. That just makes me so, like, irrationally angry. Mm. I do have issues with the Souls games on this because I will lose my patience with that, where I'll just be like, God, No, but you don't lose your progress. You just have to just get to the bonfire, and then you learn every time that— Sorry. No, I know. I pl- I played a bunch. I have played a bunch. Why don't you? Why don't they let you quick save in Dark Souls? See, I wish they would actually. Because it would I would be a that. totally different game. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! I've awakened. I've awakened something. Um, Shouldn't let you pause. <laughs> uh, um, I sorry. I, I hollowed it. for a second there. Yeah, I, I feel like uh, Hollow Fairfield was there for a moment. <laughs> 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 Fairfield, by the way, just so you don't Farfield. get too up on Farfield. Oh, I am so sorry. Fairfield's a real name. Farfield is a fantasy name. It's Farfield. Merritt is playing Dark Souls, and you should watch it every Monday, Wednesday, Friday at 7.30 Eastern uh, with a wonderful new adventurer called Farfield, uh, which, yeah, there we go. Anyway, so I was playing the Dubai level. I was going back, you know, going back and actually doing some of the extra stuff, which again, I haven't done much of in these games. Like I always kind of played the story missions and enjoyed them and then never really went back and fucked around. And now I am feeling that urge. Like, all right, I'm going back. I'm going to not see everything necessarily, but see a lot of things and try different interactions and try different, um, you know, the little achievements and, and missions that you can do. I did not know that it wouldn't count if I played offline. So I spent like two oh, hours God. in Dubai. That's yeah, so fucking is, stupid. It's this is worst. me learning, uh, but it also was pretty stupid. <laughs> so I spent like two hours getting like the perfect things. Like, oh, both both of my targets died by accident. Oh, I did this other story mission. Oh, I and I went after so many of these other, um, you know, I are they called achievements or are they just called like challenges? Unlocks? Challenges. Yeah, there you go. I did a whole bunch board. of other ones like, oh, I remember this was a challenge. She so put this outfit on and do this thing and do that. I did all of these things. And then <laughs> I realized like at the very end of doing all of it that I was offline. <laughs> so none of it, <laughs> oh, no. none of it saved. Yeah. But the testament to how much I love this game is instead of rage quitting and being like, Go for a run, asshole, and then doing something else with my life. Instead, I just loaded right back in, did all the things, and did it in like a quarter of the time because now I'm an expert on the Dubai level. Nice. And that so you're goes proving to Merit's point. That I'm a I'm a a fan, a big fan. Doing uh, you're, you're, you're proving Merit's point that um, that you always learn. There's no such thing as permadeath. You're it's always tr- learning. It's true, but my my brain gets so angry about the feeling that I've lost something mm-hmm. or the feeling That's that I've real. wasted my time that like, I really will like rage quit things and be like, fuck this Yeah, game. no, I've been there. Ugh. Like, to be honest, I've totally been there too. Yeah. Totally. Like, I think everybody I has. Do I do that. But the fact that I'm not doing it with this game means there's something very special here. So yeah, I'm, I'm really, really, really into this game. I'm loving it. It, it is an immersive sim and I, I truly have a hope that more people will like immersive sims because they're playing this and saying, hey, wow, it's amazing when things are, you know, have systemic interactions like this and aren't just, you know, uh, 
just like one scripted event in a thing and then otherwise some mechanics. Like, hey, it's the coolest thing in the world when you have like an immersive world and different little AI actors all doing their own little thing. So yeah. that is my hope and that is my dream. And I really love Hitman a lot. Just like super briefly, I also played yeah. a bunch more Hitman 3 over the weekend and just wanted to say, I, I feel like I was like, pretty down on the game not down but i was just like very lukewarm about it but then i did sure. the same thing that you did and just remembered like oh right you're really not supposed to just beeline through the story of this game right. you're supposed mm. to play every level over and over again yeah. that's the real fun and also like I, I remember talking about like the gimmick levels and then i realized i didn't realize until like a day or two after we recorded the last podcast that like literally the gimmick level that i was like the most down on once you beat the story version of it unlocks like a just more open-ended regular hitman level version of that level and it's way cooler and it's like ah fuck i said a bunch of shit about this game that doesn't really <laughs> hold up uh under scrutiny actually i should correct myself from last week and what yeah. level is that just uh, to uh, see if i'm on the same page berlin Oh, okay. Yep. All right. Yeah, like the nightclub thing. Yeah, I, that level is amazing. And it it's seems so to be like low key, a lot of people's favorite. Like, I feel like early on, a lot of folks were talking about the sort of, um, you know, knives out level, the murder mm -hmm. mystery level, yeah. which is extremely cool. Honestly, extremely cool. But it feels like as the discourse has progressed a little and more people are getting further in the game and sort of replaying levels that a lot of folks are really, really, really loving the Berlin level so that's it, that's cool to see yeah it does a really good job of and like this is the thing that I think I flipped opinions on um in the last week is that I don't see them as gimmicks anymore so much as yeah. IO has really just honed its craft at making this specific mm. kind of game and is yeah. now really pushing the limits of like what a hitman level can mean in terms of like how you interact with it and how you get around the enemies and things like that. Yeah, and the yeah. Berlin level is so good at that once you actually understand what's going on. Um, yeah, for sure. That's cool as hell. Yeah. Damn, maybe you have to play hitman. Yeah. It's really good. It is really fun. We can all compare uh, leaderboard times. <laughs> go to Dubai you uh do that uh, speed run 15 yeah. second run and <laughs> get out yeah just turn around shoot shoot easy easy game easy level did you yeah. did you see Danielle that uh you know how you can get in the Dubai level you can get a banana yes oh my do you God. know what you can do with the banana I have a few ideas <laughs> I did you not do a lot of pretty good stuff that with the started banana. coming to my head and I <laughs> didn't mean it like that but uh I know you can you can beat people up with it yeah uh-huh uh -huh. what Are else there, would you think about is possibly, there something well, is there something else you can do with it you can if you throw it if oh. you throw it on the floor like in a <laughs> like in a comedy like a, you know a com like a like like in like an Adam Sandler or like, like a, a slapstick like a, yeah like know. a like a Kevin James you know one of those motion pictures <laughs> um, one of those classics like kind of like a grout like a Groucho Marx kind of like yeah. one of his guys um, if you throw that bad boy on the floor um, someone slip on it they do uh, get knocked out immediately <laughs> <laughs> yeah wow um, okay well. I know what I'm doing after this podcast. I was going to say, Danielle, does that give you any new roots for your speed run? Yes! Yes, it does. <laughs> Very uh, good. On the topic of corrections, too, Jordan just reminded us that Nikki and Jordan oh, yeah. have something to say. <laughs> All right, listen. Was that last week? Last, <laughs> last week we week. said some truly dumb shit. 
Jordan and I, Jordan, hey, can you drop this part in where we said that go on and on for hours about how Beat Saber, uh-huh. the video game, doesn't have multiplayer? About how it should um, have a multiplayer? It, they should, <laughs> and how they should put multiplayer in. Um, it turns out that in October of 2020, hmm. so maybe five, four or five months ago, uh, they did put multiplayer in Beat Saber. Huh. And neither of us, just literally neither of us looked at the menu at all. Wow. That's, that's so, wild. Yeah, you, but it's uh, in there, and it does literally the thing that we said it should, mm-hmm. which, where you can look over and kind of see the blocks of the other people, and so hey, yeah. Anyway, sorry about that one. Great folks. job. Yeah, it was you. like this five a, minutes after we finished recording that podcast. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> it was, it's not a video game news show; it's a video game talk show. You don't listen to you don't listen to Howard Stern or whatever. Is that that guy's name? Yeah, and you don't come. You don't come for information. You come to like, like, just kind of see what's out there. It's just like an exposure to different ideas. Hear about different ways of life and like different sort of experiences. You come to Howard Stern to have your mind expanded, right? And that's why you come here to Channel F. Yeah, same. It's the same show. It's the same show. (laughs) It's the same idea. It's the sequel to Howard's turn. It's Howard's, Howard's turn. It's Howard's um, turn now. <laughs> Mom said it's Howard's turn on the Xbox. <laughs> uh, I want to talk about Tekken real quick. Uh, yes. Because, yeah. wait, one second. I made second. a new one, Tekken 8, huh? Sorry, I heard a siren, but I think it stopped. I think it drove away. Oh, oh. no, Merritt, plug your ears. They're trying to make that your ship me. crash on the rocks. <laughs> oh, oh no. yeah, that's always no. a danger. No. Um, <laughs> Steven. Always a very Steven. real danger. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Even uh, I'm mad at myself for uh, that one. <laughs> so I was playing Tekken last week as like a break for Merit Souls because um, I didn't want to jump right into two. I wanted to just like take a break. We are into two now. So Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Merit Souls 2 starring Farfield, original IP character everyone loves. Saddest character in the world. Looks like Anne Hathaway if she had a horse tattoo on her face and also was my friend Liz Harvey. Um, Just uh, Sorry, Liz. I Sorry I made Farfield you. <laughs> One of the absolute greatest like stream premieres of all time, maybe? Was yeah, this is a world run? premiere also. Um, Farfield. So, oh, my God. Anyway. Uh I was playing Tekken last week because I had this theory that like, oh, maybe playing Dark Souls games where you get killed many times. I mean, in theory, I don't, but you know, like people do. Right. Uh-huh. Um, maybe that will make me more, more open to competitive games like fighting games. Um, also, there's like some crossover with like, you know, the sort of methodical nature of like attacking in like a Souls game and like a fighting game. And like Dark Souls is kind of based on Monster Hunter which um, itself draws from fighting games. Yeah. So I had like a weird logic there. And um, I had, I own, I owned Tekken 7 already because I had bought it when I was on this kick of like playing fighting games for their story modes um, back in uh, the fall. And I played it with a bunch of people from the fanbyte Discord, including Taylor and Zach and Sam. And uh, Pat Gill guested on one of the the days, and then my friend Doragon did as well. It was really fun. Um, 
I found out quickly that if you play as the big panda bear, you can kind of <laughs> just like roll around on your back and win. <laughs> And people don't know how to deal with it. Um, although what would often happen is like I would really handily win like the first round. And then people would be like, oh, I see. If I let the bear get on its back, if I let it get on the ground, then I lose. So I will just prevent it from landing ever. Right. And just do like a 20 hit juggle combo on me. Ugh. But it's a fun fighting game. And uh, it's like a really legible fighting game to me as well. In terms of just like, it's just guys punching for the most part. Like there's yeah. no fireballs. There's no magic. There's a few characters that have that stuff. Like Akuma from Street Fighter is in it now. But mostly it's just guys punching and also two bears. Yeah, and it's just a straight a up squid. fighting game, you know. It's just it's a, a fight and a squid, a normal a squid man with a sword. Robots. Um, there is a robot too. Also, I made every Negan. character look like Hank Hill, which was fun. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. that was really good. Uh, and Negan from The Walking Dead is there and he's the only character who's allowed to cuss. Um, what, really? Yep. What does he say? He says, hope you got your shitting pants on. Oh, nice. <laughs> um, God. And he's getting juggled. He's like, cuss? damn. <laughs> no, the other characters don't cuss. He has huh. a separate rating from the rest of the game. What? Oh, my God. Yeah, he's rated, I think, NC-17 or whatever. <laughs> right, yeah. For Negan, for Jeffrey Dean Morgan. He's too horny. Um... Oh, Noctis I, is there too. I'm Noctis from Final Fantasy is from there. I made a fun Negan where he looked like he had gotten up in the middle of the night and put his glasses on <laughs> because he, he heard something in the house and he picked up his baseball bat. Um, and then I, we fought a Negan online the other day. Like we just had like an online lobby and it was just like a few of us playing from Fanbyte. And some just random person jumped in and started typing like many martial artists debate what the most powerful art is. <laughs> But they are all wrong because none of them is baseball bat style. And then <laughs> this person started playing and it was basically just Negan dressed up as Ryu from Street Fighter. So like in karate clothes with like a headband, but he just still has the baseball bat. <laughs> just fucking like just kicked our asses. <laughs> and then just was like, thank you. Like you're a respectful opponent. <laughs> like fucking good ass game oh what a um, good community i don't know if i'm gonna become like a full-on fighting game pervert but it's been an interesting dive into a space that i don't really play around in very much and i think i'm gonna continue playing tekken and uh maybe try out some more games down the line too because i got other games on that fighting game sale so oh what else uh i got killer instinct the one that came out a few years ago Ooh. and i got uh Guilty Gear Exerd. XRD third? Exerd second Exerd. Revelator. Yeah, Guilty Gear Exerd. Revenge. Exerd Revelator. And that one's a fun <laughs> contrast to Tekken because everyone in that game is like the devil, but yeah. one of their arms is replaced with a saxophone. And they're also 12 <laughs> year old girls. So, like, yeah. Kind of a different vibe from Tekken where yeah, everyone's just of, like, yeah, pretty Jeff, different vibe. Greg. Hi, I'm Hank. I fight for my friends. Oh, yeah. Propane. This... Uh, anyway, that's Tekken. And, um, that was a fun stream series. It was I liked fun. watching Yeah, it. it was fun. My um, headphones died on one of those, and I felt so bad because I couldn't like comment on some of the fucking just crazy bongo flip shit you were doing with that uh-huh. fucking bear sometimes. The bear um, is really fun, and I have a fun... Like I dressed the bear off to have these little like 
like uh, Morpheus from the Matrix style sunglasses <laughs> and also a skin that just makes it look like a big calico cat. And uh, right. you just roll around and have fun. Yeah. And it's like Super Attack is basically it plays volleyball with the opponent. With and your, I like yeah, that with a your lot. opponent's corporeal with, form. With their bod, yeah. Did you set like the entrance animation? Is that a custom thing or is that just like set? No, that's bear? just set, yeah. Okay, so, so when your bear comes in wiggling its butt back and forth with like a cherry <laughs> blossom branch tied to its ass... Um, going back well, I did forth, attach like the I did attach the rainbow bamboo. I see, I see, I see. Okay. Yeah, and the little ghost friend who hovers constantly over her shoulder. That game has some really good cosmetics. <laughs> yep, it sure does. It sure does. That's part Should of the truth to it. An MMA uh, micro moment here. Yeah, please. Okay, really briefly. So inverting and doing panda style stuff is a real ass thing in grappling. What, really? <laughs> and there's actually like a gi company that makes the funky pajamas that you can that you wear mm-hmm. for gi grappling called Inverted Gear, and the logo is a little panda up with this little butt in its hair, like all, all inverted <laughs> and everything. And it's really cute. And I got Vicky one of those for their birthday last year. Wow. So that was it. That was my MMA micro moment. I wonder if the this panda, bear panda is inspired by real technique. Probably not because. It just kind of flails, but it might be. Danielle, do you know when the panda style was invented? The, I mean, okay, I, I genuinely don't know if there's a thing called panda style because there probably is, but I could not actually tell you that. I just know that inverting and doing that panda shit is a real ass thing in jujitsu. Huh? Like those are real actual moves, like using only your legs and not really your upper body, and like kind of using your ass. The, The ass flailing is real. So wow. Here you go. Amazing. <laughs> Learn something new every day, huh? <laughs> well, uh, speaking of battles and tech that we use in those battles, <laughs> uh, speaking of hot new tech, uh, Stephen, you've been revisiting battle tech. Yeah, the hottest new battle tech from, oh, I'm, excuse me, it's saying that this is from three years ago that this game came out. <laughs> oh, is this the tabletop game? No, this is the uh, 2018 Hairbrain Schemes release. The hex-based grid tabletop battle tech role-playing game. It's based in that universe, Mm -hmm. um, but it is not that. This is a uh, 2018 3D top-down tactical game, tactics game, uh, released by the same company that made the Shadowrun Returns game that I've been streaming Mm -hmm. on Thursdays. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, Mavis Beacon. Yes. Mavis Beacon teaches tactics every Thursday night on fanbyte.com. Wait, nope. Nope. Twitch.tv slash fanbyte. That's the one. (laughs) Um, They made another game in 2018 that I adore. It's one of my favorite games of all time. I loved it when it came out, and I've been playing a bunch more of it again recently. So it's about um, robots. You heard of these things called mechs? Robots. Robots. A robot. No, it's not a robot because you get in it. That's true, yeah. It can't be uh, a robot. Um, it's a mech. They're battle mechs is the actual term in the Battletech lore. This is also the same universe where the word uh, mech warrior comes from, if people yeah. are more familiar with that. Uh, oh, that's where the mech warrior comes from. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, the Mech Warrior franchise was a spin-off of Battletech, and they finally made a game yeah. um, that was more in the style of the tabletop game, but it is a it is a PC tactics game, so... Um, been having a lot of fun with that one. Been damn near obsessed with it over the past like week, actually. I've been tweeting about it a whole ton um, because 
It is a game. I, I wish, boy, uh, Rob Zachney, um, a person that both Danielle and I have both worked with uh, over yeah. the years, uh, wrote a really great piece about Battletech uh, a year or two ago, talking about how uh, if they ever do a sequel to this game, he really hopes they lean way harder into the like mercenary company management aspect of the mm. game. Because mm-hmm. there's kind of a light um, like business management sim built into Battletech where the the premise of the game is that you are basically running a mercenary company. There's two modes. There's a story mode if you want, and then there's a career mode that strips out all the story missions and just lets you run around the galaxy with your mercenary crew. And I've been playing the latter. I've been playing the career mode, um, which is much harder than the story mode because the story mode is basically just the career mode, but it adds a bunch of missions that give you huge payouts in terms of money that keep you from going bankrupt and like give you really cool technology at scripted events throughout the game. Um, whereas in the career mode, you really have to fight and scrap for every last like sea bill is the name of the mm, currency in this universe, mm-hmm. which I love. I love the lore of the Battletech universe. It's a harebrained scheme game. Uh, so they are really, really good at doing the thing that I would say CD Projekt Red proved that they were not good at doing, which mm. is updating 80s tabletop RPG settings for the modern era. Right, right. Um, they do it really well in Shadowrun Returns. In this one, they also do it because, you know, a lot of these factions in this universe, like House Liao and the Capellan Confederacy and um, the Free Worlds League, uh, whatever they're all called, um, they're all based on like old white nerds from like that were like 20 and 19 in the 80s, uh-huh. like creating a bunch of like, what if there was a faction that was all samurais and they believed in honor <laughs> above all else, uh-huh. and they, but they treated their mechs like like their blades or like, what if there was a faction that was basically China? So they're all a bunch of like spies that backstab each other, but they can't do anything right. And mm, they do a classic, schemes. classic, uh, <laughs> 80s like what if it was a whole thing that was just one thing and here's the one trait that we are going to associate with that group yep 100 percent um harebrained schemes is incredibly good at and i'm not gonna say that they they're perfect at it they definitely still have like you know foibles here and there but they're very good at um taking those bases and saying okay what would this actually mean in like real in the real world? How can we maintain the flavor of this group without making it a racial stereotype? And mm. it'll be like, um, well, for one, first and foremost, one of the things about this game is that like everybody on your crew is from one of these different uh, organizations or from one of these different factions, these great houses. And you have like your uh, Darius is your um, sort of XO and you've got like an engineer and they all have like uh, these branching dialogue trees to tell you about like the lore of their worlds and like how they like grew up there and what they think about it. So like Darius, who's from the... Um, I think he's from like the basically like space America basically talks <laughs> about how like, yeah, I, my dad broke his back uh, working day after day after day, li- loading boxes in a docking bay in like a space station so that I would have a, a life one day because he just lived under like basic ass capitalism and it uh, until it finally broke him until his body just like gave out from it. But he succeeded and I was able to go and afford my own ship and escape. Um, from that life and all that stuff. And there's like one uh, woman, there's a Muslim woman on your ship who's your engineer. And she basically explains like how, yeah, like we're in space now, but people still have to like go on pilgrimage and stuff. So what they've done is created like a bunch of meccas like in different sectors of the galaxy so that people can easily get to those places without having to travel literally across space to to get to them. When you um, said mecca, it took me a second there. Oh, because mechs. 
because it's it's also Mecca. Because also yeah. Mecca, yeah, Mecca, Mecca, Mecca. I hate when my dad uh, is forced to work backbreaking labor for decades, and then it makes me become the Jade Falcon. Yeah, I, hate, I also yeah. hate. I hate, it and then I'm like, me. I'm going to become the Jade Falcon. Yeah, it's yeah. really tough. And I yeah. put my foot up, and I shoot the fire out of my foot in the <laughs> robot, and it burns the other guy. Well, you're in luck, Merritt. You don't have to worry about Jade Falcon because this takes place early on in the uh, battle. There's tech no clans. Time for, yeah, the uh, clans haven't shown up yet. They exist, but they nobody knows that they exist yet. Oh, uh, okay. The clans all like they were like sent off into space. space, right? Like they right. were like. They're like the ancestors of like human colonists or something. So Battletech basically takes place. It, it It's a thousand years in the future, more or less. Um, and it's a post apocalypse, but it's like the, the apocalypse happened like 500 years from now. We're all over it now. We're all over it. So it's kind of a post post apocalypse where it's like everybody went out into space. There was like this grand sort of league, the star league, it's called in the Battletech universe um, of like people like creating amazing technology, kind of um, doing a bunch of cool stuff. And then there is a civil war at some point and a bunch of people after the civil war decide to like leave for unknown reaches of space. Mm. Um, and in the wake of that, all the people who were left behind, that's where the Battletech universe takes place. And nobody remembers how to make any cool shit anymore. Cause all the, and they're you know, left behind. Yeah. They were left behind. So they're just like, like just, God. Yeah, like their they're gods kind of like abandon them. You have to ring two bells to kind of link the fire. Uh, it's really important that you mm. link the fire, maintain the age of fire. We're very obsessed with fire here. Um, and then the people who went off into the periphery, they off, off screen form this like organizations, these organizations called the clans. The clans eventually come in and like wipe the floor with everybody. And then they come together to fight back against the clans. Um, mm. But this takes place before the clans have reappeared. Before the clan wars. Before the clan ah. wars. Yeah. Merritt, you Wasn't know a lot about Battletech. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think I ever actually owned any of the games, but definitely one of my best friends when I was growing up was like really into Battletech. And like weirdly his mom was too. Oh, um, so we played a lot of MechWarrior 2 and ah. MechWarrior 2 Mercenaries, which I think is still like one of the most beloved of those games. I'd say it is the most beloved. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, they, and when had, they made MechWarrior 5, they called it MechWarrior 5 Mercenaries to try and like oh. catch some of that heat. <laughs> yeah. So I definitely remember the names of a lot of the mechs and just vague details associated with the whole thing. Um, but I've never been like deep into the series. But sure. Yeah. Uh, for me, I was introduced. Um, one of the first PC games I ever owned that I ever bought was MechWarrior 4 Vengeance. Mm. Um, and I remember playing that with a fucking Sidewinder controller uh, at oh my, my desk. God. Uh, it, which was a bad way to play a mech, a first person mech combat sim. Let me tell mm -hmm. you. Um, but this one, you know, since it's a tactics game, don't have to really worry about that. It's um, just really, really cool. It's it's very difficult. It's very grueling at times. And it's like it's what's I think super interesting about it is even Shadowrun Returns, which is the, you know, obviously the other game that this team made is in the same mode that basically every tactics game is in these days, which is mm -hmm. that Firaxis brought back XCOM in 2010. Mm -hmm. And basically every tactics game that has come out in those intervening years has either been like, oh, it's like a Fire Emblem or it's like an XCOM. Um, and this game is not. This game feels like oh, it cool. fell out of like a different universe in a lot of ways. Hey, Danielle, have you played this? 
You know, it's funny. I have not played this, but I did the video review for Rob when he actually uh, ah, reviewed the game at Waypoint. Mm. So I've seen more than 30 hours of footage of oh, this Jesus. game. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Um, so like... Probably not th- more than thirty. Sorry, that was a bit of an exaggeration. Oh, but at least, at least fifteen. Hours. At least, at least like over a dozen, like fifteen plus hours of footage of this. Um, so I, I've always been very, very, very intrigued by it because I know I would fall in love with it. Yeah. Basically, um, I'm just worried about falling in love with another thing because uh, of my little, uh, my little problem. You've already got my ITB mind. issue. Uh, if you, if you want to call yeah, it that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I could. Danielle, I could easily, easily, easily see you falling down a rabbit hole with this game. Yep. <laughs> it is like a game that you can play forever. There's no, the fail state in this game is mm-hmm. going bankrupt, is your your company goes bankrupt. Yep. Um, so you're constantly trying to make money every month by taking on new new and increasingly dangerous jobs, uh, sp- sending down your mechs like uh, to kill enemies. But again, it's not like XCOM where it's just like everybody has a health bar. Every right. part of the body has a yeah. health bar. Yeah. And then you got to replace health bar. Yeah. It costs money. Yep. And it re- costs money. Ugh. And also you can, before every mission, negotiate salvage rights or just a lump sum payout oh, from your contractor. Right. Yeah. So if That's you very in, mercenaries. Yeah. Oh, is that also in? Uh, yeah. I'm pretty sure too? they did that kind of thing. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So it works just like that where it's like, it, you are encouraged sometimes, depending on the type of mission. It's like if you shoot off this guy's legs, you get to salvage its entire body and then you get that mech. You can build mm-hmm. your own or if, you know, you can shoot out its core. You can just like completely blow up its center torso to kill the guy inside, but you won't get as much salvage and et cetera and so mm. on. Um, then, yeah, that's yeah. really cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Maybe I'll play. Maybe I'll play Battletech too. It, right? uh, I want to say it was on sale on Humble on the Humble Store because there's a bunch of DLC for it now. Yeah. Um, and I will say the DLC is very good. The DLC adds like new concepts, like uh, um, a bunch of like ECM, like electronic countermeasures, so you can create mm. like stealth bubbles for your mechs Whoa. now. They tried to make it so that. Um, previously the best strategy for getting through most missions was to just field the biggest, heaviest mechs you could because they can hold more guns and they have more armor. Um, But a lot of the DLC makes it so like, okay, actually you want to bring a light guy because the light guy has like a stealth bubble or Mm. this guy can move really fast. He can use his jump jets to get behind enemies and he's made of paper, but if he comes behind, they have no armor on their backs and he just shoots them in the back once they're dead. Why don't they put armor on the back? They I should guess, put armor on the back. It's kind of my too. final question. Um, if, like instead, <laughs> yeah. make it heavier. So when and you it couldn't can, use use ju- it couldn't use jetpack anymore because it'd be too heavy. Um, yeah, too exactly. Heavy. What if make jetpack bigger? Oh, uh, well then so that, that would make it hotter. Hunch. It makes it hotter. So managing heat, heat is a thing yeah. in this game. And then you and have then to go have stand to in a lake. That's a thing you have to do in Mech Warrior sometimes. Is like if you shoot all your guns too much, your your ship your robot gets too hot, and you have to go stand in a lake. And let it cool. Why don't they just do all the fights at the ice camps in, in the ice in the ice caps? Because different planets. Mm. They should. They should. But Sometimes they you have to so fight on go to a cold one. It'd be like MechWarrior on moon, ice. The moon is cold. Uh, no, but here's the thing: because heat, the way heat works, if you're if, if there's no atmosphere, uh, the heat can't dissipate. Heat anywhere. can't uh. go if uh. you need. Uh, this made me mad. Also, Mary, now I need you, to learn about questions. You can I need to hear about questions. You can, now. I just want to say, Mary, you can totally stand in water in this one, and it makes you sink the more yes. heat every turn if you stand in water. Yes. They still, yes. they kept that. Standing in water, firing all my fucking PPCs, 
Yeah. Full full chain linked PCP. P, nope. PCP? <laughs> what? Chain linked PCP? <laughs> this is a jug. Firing a gallon in the of a jug. Lake. A PCP. <laughs> oh, a gallon. A gallon. A gallon. Wow. Let's let's do question time. Yeah, um, question. Question we'll going for time. a while. Let's do question time. Yes. Hey everyone, question time is a segment where we take your questions. And if you'd like to ask us a question, you can go to the Fanbyte Discord, which you can find at fanbyte.casa and that'll set you up with a link to join the fanbyte discord we have a channel called podcast questions where you can ask questions that we will answer on the show oh that's why it's called podcast questions mm-hmm. yeah that's why it's called mm-hmm. podcast questions oh. that's why it's called mech warrior uh oh. the first question that we have today comes from cold coffee who asks yes what is your favorite game that is older than you. So kind of this question <laughs> is sort of on a sliding scale of difficulty from uh, easiest for Nikki, who can just pick a video game, yeah. to hardest for Danielle and I, uh, who like have to do research. I had to look up what, yeah, what games too. had come out before I was born, because I think me it's too. basically just tennis for two. Um, <laughs> but uh, we could just let's just power through this. Nikki, why don't you go first? You said po- you have Pokemon down here, and I'm really upset. I'm looking at the list. I'm looking at the list, though, and it's not true because I thought Red and Blue came out in, in 96. 95, but they came out in 96, and mm. I was two months old when it came out in Japan. Oh. So that one doesn't count. So now I have to look again. Damn. Um, uh, Link to the Past, I fucking love. I love that game. That okay. came out when I was negative four years old. Wow. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say the Legend of Zelda Link oh to the God. Past. Nice. Okay. Nice. Um uh Steven? Yeah, y'all ever heard of this game called Tetris? <laughs> it's a good game. Who? It's a good game. Pretty good. good Some one. might say it's like the platonic best game of all time. And it came out ah. before nineteen ninety, which was when I was born. So <laughs> kind of picking up on that one. Sweet Don't know what more God. I can add to Tetris wow. discourse in wow. two thousand twenty hard. Tetris should have an easy mode. Wait, it does. Maybe Tetris. Yeah, they have they have Tetris easy. Um, Tetris easy. Tetris easy. Okay, yeah. uh, uh, Danielle. Oh, I thought we were going in order. Oh, oh yeah. Okay, you should go. We don't have to. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um. Okay, for me, I'm gonna say Tapper. Good. Now, don't, what's do that? Do y'all know what Tapper is? No. no, Tapper. It's uh, it's an arcade game where you're a bartender. Mm. And uh, it's sort of like you're Jake Tapper, and you're on the hunt. Yeah, so I, I did. I did Google Tapper, uh-huh. and then it just did show me a picture. Yep, of Jake it will Tapper. do that. <laughs> um, Tapper is a game where you're a bartender, and you're just like moving up and down this oh, bar where there are four like bars, and you're like tap. you're like sending beers to people, and then they send you the empty cups back, and you have to grab them. But mm. the way that you control the game in the arcade is there's like a joystick that controls like where you move. But then, like, there's an actual like beer tap that you pull to like. Whoa, that's to, cool to as pull, hell. Uh, a pint, and then you let go of it. And then later on, they're like, "Hey, we can't have an arcade game about 
beer that is branded with Budweiser. So you have to change it to root beer tapper now. Yeah. Because it literally was just a tap. Like it was a Budweiser branded tap. Yeah, there is a big ass Budweiser logo in the back of this yeah. bar, huh? But it's it wild. feels the first Cheers video game. Incredible. <laughs> it feels so good to play though. Yeah. Like the controller on it is just like if I ever see it in an arcade, like I will absolutely play it. Yeah. Do you all remember Did you- Oh, sorry. Oh no, I was gonna say, did you know that Tapper is in the Disney film Wreck It Ralph? Oh, that makes sense. Oh, it's yeah. like one of the classic like early eighties arcade games. Mm. I was gonna ask, do y'all remember Fable Two the pub games? No. no. Do you know I've never played a Fable? No, oh. this wasn't a Fable, is the thing. The, bef- but it was in Fable. No. That's oh. the thing. Fable two, before Fable Two came out. They were like, what if we made an Xbox Live Arcade game where we just took okay. out the mini games from Fable, completely uh-huh. divorced from any context, and <laughs> let you play all of those and spend like $5 for access to those. And then also all the money that you made in the Xbox Live Arcade release would transfer, would save transfer uh, over to Fable 2. So you could just video buy games a house. to be good. <laughs> <laughs> exactly yeah. and one of the things was basically tapper one of the one of the three games oh hell was yeah tapper. amazing that rules so well good. danielle remember when you could do the tutorial of crackdown 2 in the demo and then your save carried over <laughs> yeah and you got the beta for halo reach yeah remember Damn. crackdown remember when that was I don't, good i don't was that before crackdown 2 born? was good was that before yeah, what crackdown was before i was born danielle <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm gonna go with Donkey Kong, which is 1981. Oh. Uh, I am the oldest person at Fanbyte, which is actually true. Um, I'm about to have another birthday, so it's 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 quite a time Again? for me. I know, right? I've had way too many. Honestly, <laughs> I've had more than any of y'all. Uh, but yeah, I I actually had to go and be like, okay, Atari 2600 games before 1984. Like I had to like put that into a search engine. Um, but of course, Donkey Kong, uh, famous for being. Um, you know, the beginning of Mario, the beginning of Donkey Kong. I would love the Donkey Kong Country games later in my life. Like, those were formative for me. So it felt appropriate. Also, I've actually beaten it. I've actually finished wow. uh, Donkey Kong because I had to to beat uh, Donkey Kong 64 in, like, the year 2000. So Wow. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Congrats. Thank you. Thank you. I'm a true Giving gamer. Billy Mitchell a run for his money over here. Oh, def- definitely on his level. Um, That's me. Yeah. Hey, but you know what? You've never cheated. Yeah, at Donkey Kong. I'd say you're better. Than so Billy you're Mitchell. better than Billy Mitchell by definition. See? There we go. Um, Thank you. All right. Well, let's, let's at do Donkey one. Kong specifically. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. I mean, and just as a person, probably as a, as a human. Uh, this one is from Taylor, the fanboy community manager who's been playing a lot of Tekken with me lately. Taylor asks, "What is your fighting game character backstory?" Uh, I have I think, one. But... I mean, I think there's one that's really obvious here, oh. yeah. which is Danielle's. Uh, yeah, her fighting yeah. and backstory is she just trained really wicked hard to become <laughs> good at fighting <laughs> and entered the fighting game tournament and is a good fighter. Yeah. Well, exactly. Those skills kind of map pretty easily. I would like to come out in an ambulance. Like, that would be cool. I would like that. I oh, would like we, some sirens. Danielle, what if your win animation was you put your opponent after you've beaten them so oh badly into an ambulance <laughs> and then yes! the ambulance and you drove in? Yes. Wow. That's incredible. Yes. 
There it is. That's yeah, me. And the, cam- the camera shot like holds on the back of the on the back of the ambulance, so you think that Danielle's gonna get out of the back, but then she just gets out of the driver's side door. <laughs> yes! Oh my god! <laughs> then clocks them with the door. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Oh, that's really make powerful. it happen. Uh, Stephen, what do you what do you think? What's yours? Hi, yeah, you know how when you want to get into fighting games, you're like, I should get into fighting games, but I'm bad at fighting games, so you spend mm-hmm. $250 on a Shadaloo-themed fight stick from Amazon? <laughs> yeah, because um, yeah. like, so that makes among us. Um, it's kind of like that, except I, I get into fighting for real to see if maybe that will teach me how to play fighting games finally. Nice. And does it work? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the world's greatest fighter and still fucking trash at video games. Damn. That's like a great classic fighting game ending, though, because you're like, yeah, "Yeah, I've defeated all my opponents. And then like now to see if I can defeat like fucking uh, Fortnite 458 on. Uh I don't know why his username is Fortnite. I couldn't think of anything. (laughs) All the kids are naming themselves this. I got to see if I can beat this guy in Mortal Kombat. And it's like, no, how am I still losing? And it's like, da, da, da. <laughs> like that's a Virtua fighter, fighter kids ending. It super is. That's actually like really, really spot on merit. Uh, Nikki, what's your fighting game backstory? Um, I'm going to just open the wrong door and there's going to be a fighting game. <laughs> like, I'm going to be looking for something completely different. Yeah. Like like my optometrist, and then the door is going to open, and they're going to be like, "Yeah, this is the fighting tournament. See, you're in here now." That's irony, too much. because yeah. you, you're looking for your optometrist because you exactly. can't see. Yeah, and the door says "fighting your tournament," but you can't read it. So you oh my go god. In. Because yeah. my eyes are too bad. N- Nikki's fighting style will be like Mr. Magoo style, where he has uh-huh. to take his glasses off so they don't get hurt, like they don't get broken. And then mm-hmm. he just like stumbles around the arena, um, mm-hmm. accidentally mm-hmm. smacking the enemy. This is like an Arxis mm-hmm. character. Dodging perfectly. We've created yeah. a guilty gear. Uh-huh. Yeah. Perfect dodge, perfect parries. God. Danielle. What's yours, Merit? <laughs> I think kind of in a similar vein. Mine is going to be like sort of like a Big the Cat style narrative from Sonic Adventure. Mm-hmm. Where <laughs> he's just like looking for Froggy. I think mine is like Ramona is missing or something. And I'm just looking for Ramona. So that would like kind of explain why I'm fighting good. Because I'm yeah. like trying to find you're Ramona. Just so I'm like, angry. tell me where Ramona is. And they were like, I don't know what you're talking about. And I'm like, I guess <laughs> we'll have to fight. Um, and uh, Oh my God. Then at the end, I find that like my cat was just like under the chair or something. And I'm like, oh, oh guess I didn't have to fight all those people. Oh, well, I made so many great friends with like the devil and the giant bear and a robot man. That's a king of fighters. Like fighting that's a king of story. fighters for sure. Yeah, that's S and K up and down. Yeah, uh, I think we've created a rich uh, universe here and uh, yeah. we, we should make this happen. Yeah. Do you want to do one more? Yeah. Yeah. Let's do one more. Uh, do we want to do which one of these? The first or the second on the list? Hmm. Let's do the second one. Let's do the second one. Uh, this is from Dull Focus or Chris. And they ask, what's there to look forward to in 2021? Video game related things optional. Oof. Mm-hmm. Uh, Listen. <laughs> You've got the end of 2021 just around the corner. <laughs> and then it's the midterms year. Yeah, that's yeah, really exciting. Um, I don't know. You got like fucking, they're probably going to, Halo's coming out. 
Is it, Nikki? <laughs> yeah. Listen, they really put out Nikki, that. Nikki, 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 Nikki. Look up? deep down into your soul right now. Yeah. Look, look, well. deep, look deep, look deep into your soul right now, Nikki. You are connected yeah. to Halo. You are part of yeah. the. Whatever the fucking psychic field is, the morphogenic field. Uh-huh. Tell me that Halo is coming out. Tell me the truth. It's not coming out. <laughs> okay. The multiplayer is going to come out, and the story mode is going to get delayed to March. But, <laughs> <laughs> but um, a Halo property will come out. You think they're going to make a Final Fantasy? Halo again? Tactics one? Two, Halo Wars Two. Oh, Halo Wars Two already, already came out. It, Halo they, Wars Yeah, they put 3. that one on. Right. Yeah, the third Halo Wars. I, I like oh Halo shit! Wars. Do you think we're gonna get a sequel to Gears Pop? Maybe. Oh, maybe. The game they just shut down like within a year <laughs> yeah. of coming out. Yeah, you think we'll get a sequel to that one? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the okay. One. Well, does anyone have a real thing? I have well, two. Listen, my Halo thing was real. <laughs> okay. Wow. I want to hear Danielle. So we'll say. Yeah, Danielle. I have two things I'm genuinely looking forward to. First of all, I am really looking forward to my vaccine fully kicking in and going back to my gym so I yeah. can uh, spar with people who aren't just only one person. Ooh, yeah. kind of that'll just, be like, fun. Lick any surface that you want. <laughs> just all day. That's what I do. Uh, and two, of course, the the arcane game that is coming out this year. I am genuinely very excited for that. Oh, Deathloop. They make cool shit. Yeah, Deathloop. Yeah. They make I, everything they've made. So far, I've really liked. So I'm into that. I mean, I originally wrote some stuff down on here, uh, operating under the premise that people were going to be vaccinated enough, or that we would have access to vaccinations uh, this year, and then I erased it because I felt like that was optimistic. <laughs> well, it sh- it it should be this year. It should be. Should be. It should. Be. Yeah. It yeah, should yeah, be. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't think the rollout is. As good as it should be. Now, uh, one of our own co-workers did just say that the hospital that um, they have a family member uh, that had to visit recently was uh, they had their vaccines taken away because it came to light that the hospital uh, administrators were um, hoarding vaccines to give to their friends. Yep. That's- Listen, but they're getting vaccinated. So if you think about it, really, is it a problem? Think about it. <laughs> Make you think. You have to think about it, Stephen, from the perspective of the hospital, Stephen. I think uh, I feel the hospital like you're, admin, you're, of course. Yeah, I feel you like know. you're putting you're putting kind of like um, what's the word ethics into it, yeah, and like yeah. kind of like ethical conversations. And I feel like you're missing a crucial component of it, which is the needles are still going into arms, and that's that's all that matters. Right? Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah, just yeah, get those yeah. needles going into arms, baby. Yeah. That's all that. That's all that matters. If we are assuming that vaccines are going to be a thing for most of us, I really, 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 really miss, uh, and I was getting into this right before all this started happening, uh, I really miss swimming. Um, Oh, yeah. They opened up a... um, kind of a, an aquatic center uh, near mm. me, like right before this all started happening. And then I stopped going <laughs> as a result. Uh. But if uh, that, if, if things are better by like the summertime and I can get up and not have to scrape my car free of ice every morning and just go and swim in the mornings again, uh, <laughs> I would love that. Swimming is so good. Yeah. So, so good. It's one of my favorite physical, like yeah. it is my favorite actual like physical activity in the world. Like I, I like biking. I like um, walking, but like swimming is uh, my absolute favorite thing. I, I miss it greatly. You know what else I miss is going to uh, conventions to see you folks. Yeah. yeah. They should bring a, they should do a PAX. 
Yeah. No. Now remember, Nikki, how even before this thing, there was a thing called Pax Pox. Oh, oh interesting. So you're kind of saying, uh, you, interesting, interesting, interesting. How, like, perhaps it's like a very easy vector for infection for various kinds of diseases. Interesting. And bad interesting, stuff. Interesting. So you're kind of saying that it would. All right. Interesting. What interesting. if we just hang out? Like, what if okay. we just have like our own little fan bite mm. convention that's just us? We'll start our own convention. Right? Yeah. Black we'll call it Vax. And hookers. Vax. Yeah, we'll call it Vax. That's good. Uh, uh, then you it's know it's great. safe. That tells that signals to everyone that yeah. it's safe. Mm-hmm. You know? Jordan. Did I have this? Oh, no, go ahead. I was just going to say, Jordan says, I'm going to touch a human being for the first time in a year, really looking forward to experiencing the warmth of another person. Now, that's. Yeah, that's going to be lit. Not that's me. That's going to be lit cool. for Jordan. Uh, <laughs> Not me, says Merritt. I'm done. Um, you, oh, you're full up. You're full up on the warmth of other people. Yeah, I, I don't need it anymore. You fulfilled your quota. Damn. No, I don't. Yeah, cool. I just don't need it. I've evolved. Yeah, everyone Damn. is nice. kind of born with like sort of an invisible gauge that fills up as you collect the human warmth yeah. of people around you throughout life, and Merritt right, just filled right. it up really fast. I'm good uh, now. I yeah, I just I'm fine. That's cool. Jordan says also that big vampire lady <laughs> okay. looking forward to her. I'm fine. All 38 feet of her. I'm fine. I'm looking forward to that stacked Muppet. Oh my yeah. God. Yeah. No, I'm not. I'm no, not. you said it already. <laughs> Clip it. Clip it there out. There it is. I, yeah, I don't know. I, there's no, a game Merit. called Starstruck. No, just say it. The stacked Muppet. Starstruck, The Hands of Time. If that comes out this year, that'll be good. Oh, yeah. Sure. But otherwise, it's just the I basically Muppet. accepted that this is sort of what the world is now. And yeah. I know that's not true, but like it is. Though. I'm just like, oh, this is how it is now. So this is how it is forever. That's sort of how my brain works. Yeah. Uh, but, but even stuff indoors, we've got like a bunch more merit souls to look forward to. I love doing that with you. That's okay. That's Aww. true. That stream has brought me a lot of joy. Yeah. So I am looking forward to doing more of that with everyone and. You know what? I got a bunch more Dark Souls games to play. Yeah. yeah. They're the only games that I like anymore. So <laughs> it's the only thing that can um, make you feel anymore. It's the only thing that can make <laughs> me feel anything is to go to an old fucked up castle and have some old lady be like, oh, yes, old king sad man. He did the flame thing. <laughs> Legend says that the horse dog still roams the tower. <laughs> 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 Five minutes of laughter, unskippable. <laughs> oh, oh, one dead one. <laughs> oh my god! Thou art a little twig man. <laughs> Barfield, is it? You won't go far with a name like that. Oh my god! Hey. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I love this. I, wow. It's been a while since we've had a new merit character. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. Uh, and I just love this fucking like just just impish little old lady character who's just like, ah, I understand things that you don't, traveler. Oh, That's instead law. of telling you about things, I'm going to laugh at you for not knowing them. <laughs> 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 what 
do you mean you don't know what happens when you put Mentos in Diet Pepsi? <laughs> you fool. You're just a simple little twig man. <laughs> We need to get this animated. Oh my god. Go to fanbite.com. Many guys shall you find there to the games of the world. <laughs> That's wicked hurting my throat. <laughs> I can tell. But I can't do it anymore. R.I.P. R.I.P. old lady. We'll miss you. Oh no, she died in your throat. She died. Oh no. Actually crying right now. I'm laughing so hard. There are tears in my eyes streaming down my face. Well, I'm glad that I could bring <sighs> some laughter to the heart of a child. <laughs> Clearly. That's it for this episode uh, yeah. of Channel F. Uh, please go to fanbite.com and check out all of our stuff and welcome Imran Khan yeah. to yeah. The, fanbyte, the Fanbyte family. Uh, Imran Khan of... Uh, previously a Game Informer and kind of funny, is uh, going to be our news editor. So we're all very excited about that. We super are. Hell yeah. Ron has worked with us before on a couple of different pieces. I've gotten the pleasure to edit, and he's been just incredible to work with in the past. And like, yeah, yeah more of his stuff on the site is going to be super, yeah. super excited. It's going to be uh, great. Hell Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, I just love getting more written stuff. We're doing more written stuff again, and I'm just like really excited. Yeah, go about to that. the site. Go yeah. to the site, fanbyte.com. I know you hear your podcast in your ears, but you can also hear the site with your ears if you use a screen reader or you look yeah. at it with your eyes. It's Which is like hearing. Up to you. It's like the hearing of the eyes, you know? Whatever mm. sense you prefer, really. You I know? mean, you yeah. probably can't taste it or smell it yet. Well, but we're, that's true. We'll get that's there. That's true. Uh, go However to Fanbyte Media. On Twitter, it's Fanbyte Media. You can follow Danielle at Danielle RI. Yeah. Nikki has got Siwa, G O D S E W A. Steven is at Steven Strom. Jordan, our producer, is Jordan underscore Mallory. And I am at Merrick K. Hell yeah. And um, yeah, we please, have a sign off? please uh, rate and, rate oh. and view us. Give us a nice rating. Yeah. Please, traveler. Give us a painting, <laughs> won't you? <laughs> oh, a little stick fellow such as you could hardly rate us five stars. Prove me wrong. <laughs> I, I fucking dare you. <laughs> you won't. I bet you won't. <laughs> okay, well, she's dead for real now. Oh, no. So, um, Rest in peace. That was the, her last wishes to say that, and then she died. Um, until next week, goodbye.